0: Jane, we're going to turn to that uh, no confidence motion that uh, began shortly after four o'clock this afternoon. Pretty heated, pretty predictable.
1: Yeah, exactly. Bang on. Um, so the outcome of it was, so the, the government had obviously tabled their counter motion um, and they were successful in that. They won the counter motion um, 83 to 63 with one abstention. Um, like you said, it was very, very heated. I think it kind of turned into more of a Sinn Féin versus the government debate um, more than anything else. I, I did think the... You know, the conclusion was obviously foregone. It was a numbers game. They had the numbers. They were going to win it. But um, I think they did do quite a good job at defending um, Minister McEntee's position. Um, You know, they really highlighted the work that she's done. um, And they talked about, you know, the work she's done on organised crime, gender-based violence, um, the work she's doing at the moment to modernise defamation laws and hate crime laws. um, Whereas the opposition and Sinn Féin kind of focused on... um, the streets not being safe and the issues in policing and the Gardaí. So, yeah, it was a foregone conclusion, but um, it was a lively debate.
0: Okay, well, let's give uh, the listeners a flavour of what went on there. First, uh, obviously, Sinn Féin brought the motion, the government brought a counter motion, but let's hear first from uh, Mary Lou Macdonald, leader of Sinn Féin, uh, opening up that debate.
2: This riot was entirely predictable. It was coming The instigators did not try to hide their intent, it was openly orchestrated immediately following the attacks. But there was no plan to respond. According to the G.R.A. The Gartha representative association, no central instruction issued to Garthi. They were left to organise themselves on WhatsApp. It's clear this riot compounded the fact that there was, was compounded by the fact that there was not enough Guardi at hand in order to support their colleagues. To be clear, I have full confidence in Angguard the Cóna. I have zero confidence in the Minister for Justice, and in any other walk of life, in any other organization, the person presiding over such a colossal failure would be sacked. Those who vote confidence in the Minister tonight are endorsing grave failure.
0: And that was uh, Sinn Féin leader Mary-Lou Macdonald opening up the debate, should I say, for, for her party. The Taoiseach uh, the shared time at the start of the government's motion before her. But meanwhile, <coughs> Labour's Éon O'Reardon took issue with the rhetoric and the language from the government on the issue.
3: Your rhetoric in these last 12 days gives us no confidence, confidence that you have a real interest in addressing the root causes of crime. Those young people on the edges, seeking empowerment and respect, so vulnerable to a drug gang or a hate movement who knows what buttons to press, and you have handed them more material. They need a good, honest beating, social welfare deducted from them, and you use the term scumbags. There isn't a youth worker in the city who doesn't think that you've all made their jobs more difficult. Would you call a tax evading farmer, businessman, or banker? A scumbag. DESH principles have begged you to address intergenerational trauma within the most acutely disadvantaged children and you have said you will review it in 2024. And the very section of Angarda Shia corner that can do the most in building relationships on the ground. Fixing issues before they start. Community Gardaí is the area under most strain from your faders.
0: Éon O'Reardon, there, um, Labour TD for Dublin Bay North. And finally, Minister Pascal Donoghue defended his colleagues and Government Minister uh, Donoghue also, a TD for the constituency of Dublin
4: Central. We have in Minister McEntee, and let me say this, Count because I have experienced what those awful moments have done to the communities that I am privileged to represent. There is nobody I would far rather have representing this state As Minister for Justice than Helen McEntee. Her compassion, her empathy, her steeliness in rising to this challenge is what we need. We know we have more work to do, we know we have more that needs to be done, but exactly at the moment when our country needed unity, Sinn Féin offered division. When our communities needed stability, you offered instability. And when people wanted calmness and moderation, all you had was a loud and angry voice. We have a minister here who understands what needs to be done, who is doing it, and because of that, she has my support.
0: Oh, that was uh, Public Expenditure Minister Pascal Donoghue there and uh, the last count Cora, Catherine Connolly uh, was the voice in the background asking him to wrap up uh, proceedings there. Um, Garda Hearn, to you first. Playing politics is what the accusation was uh, at the opposition uh, today, but... Isn't that the opposition's job, in effect, to hold the government to account? There was chaos in the streets of the city centre. There was a period in which control of the streets was lost. The book stops with the minister. Why wouldn't the opposition hold the minister to account? Uh, uh,
5: uh, of course, the opposition's meant to hold uh, uh, government to account, but that's not what we accuse them of. We accuse them of playing politics. But actually, what's happened is it's backfired spectacularly on Sinn Féin. You know, we won the vote tonight by 20 votes, which is the highest win we've had since since this government's been in place, of any vote of confidence in any minister. Um, And in fact, what tonight has given Has given it's given the government an opportunity to talk about what we've done uh, while in government in justice to talk about uh, 2.3 billion that's been put into the uh, in, into the Gardaí a 23% increase since Helen McEntee has been minister to outline what Helen herself has done as Minister for Justice in domestic violence in Cocos Law uh, in terms of funding for Gardaí um, and talking about what we want to do in the future which is uh, um, uh, facial recognition uh, bill coming through uh more visibility of Gardaí on, on, on the street, uh, particularly in Dublin during the Christmas period. Right. Um, and more Gardaí coming through Templemore, which is really important for me, obviously, because I'm from Tipperary. But uh, I think this was a really good opportunity for us to outline all of the things we've achieved in the last four years.
0: All right. porrick McLaughlin. Uh, the result was as good as a foregone conclusion. Was it done to keep the events of uh, the 23rd of November in the headlines as much as anything else? Well, what we've seen in our nation's capital city
6: uh, in the city centre was unprecedented. Um, Basically, a mob took control of the city. Um, They uh, looted uh, businesses. They burnt uh, Garda vehicles, buses, uh, a Lewis uh, vehicle. You've seen scenes where individual Garda were surrounded by thugs, uh, basically, uh, totally exposed. We, We know from the Garda Representative Association that there was no management plan that basically they were operating through WhatsApp messages and the... Uh, the
0: Garda Commissioner I think has, has, has said that some communications were done by WhatsApp but that's not quite as the yeah. the, the Garda Representative Association yeah. uh, characterised it. I,
6: I, and also you have a situation where I mean we've seen the vote of no confidence in the Garda Commissioner from the uh, frontline Garda uh, there would have been I think uh, around 10,000 Garda took part in that about 98% that's unheard of in the history of the state to have that level of of no confidence. That's because they are utterly demoralised. The level of resignations is over the level of recruitments. We have less Gardaí than we have in Fine Gael government. And essentially, the challenge was actually more against Fine Gael. Uh, They have controlled the Minister of Justice, that position since 2011. Uh, and it's been utterly All right. disastrous.
0: All right. Uh, Jennifer Whitmore, you were... You didn't have confidence in uh, the Minister for Justice or the Gary the Commissioner uh, for, for that matter as well. What was achieved by today's debate?
7: Look, I, I think one point that I'd really strongly like to make is that it, the the vote of no confidence um, and the motion of no confidence in Minister McEntee wasn't just about what happened in Dublin uh, during the riots. There has been a run-up of years where there's been problems uh, in Dublin when it comes to antisocial behaviour um, that have never been addressed and my party colleague Gary Gannon uh, who's from that constituency has repeatedly raised it. Um, he, For one year he was trying to get the Business Committee to actually uh, put the safety of Dublin, uh, have statements on the st- safety of Dublin. Um, He's trying to get that onto to the agenda for a year. So that just goes to show how slow government has been to address problems that have been bubbling for a long long time. Retailers have been saying there's problems, residents have been saying there's problems. Public representatives have been saying there's problems, and but the is, minister is, has not listened to it. Does that suggest you're looking
0: for a policing solution to those issues? Because what Aon Oireadhaigh from the Labour Party was saying is that there are other issues in association with, you know, alienated people, people who haven't maybe uh, who've fallen out of the education system. There's, you know, trauma work needs to be done with some people who that might leave them vulnerable uh, to being stirred up by either criminal gangs or groups propagating hate. So if the motion of no confidence is in the Justice Minister, are you saying a policing solution is required to all of this, or should should your ire equally be aimed at other ministers?
7: Well, look, I mean, there, there's obviously a policing component to it, and we've seen uh, community guard numbers dropping. We, we we haven't seen the focus on community uh, policing that we need to see, particularly when you're talking about, I think, uh, young people um, uh, in in our society, and and that isn't just a Dublin issue; that goes across the entire country where we've seen numbers dropping. And as Pork was saying, like, if you talk to any guard like the morale with them is just unbelievable when you talk to them because I would know quite a few when you talk to them what they primarily talk about is when they can get out and that is not good for anybody it's not good for the guards it's also not good for the people they're policing and so Policing is a major component of it. But there's also, obviously, other parts of the jigsaw. You know, there is things like mental health supports, there is educational supports, there is investment that's needed in particularly disadvantaged communities, and that also hasn't been happening. Um, So it is a complex issue. Gary Gadding was calling for a task force to be set up that covered... All those different elements because you're not going to address it with just one, one element. All those elements All right. need to be addressed. Um, but the government hasn't done it and they haven't been listening.
0: Gareth, on on the issue of garda the morale, garda the numbers and then culminating in the scenes that were seen uh, following, following the, the stabbing incident and uh, <coughs> naturally the people who... You know, enjoy the highest priority in this are those still being treated in hospital and and recovering as a result um, of that stabbing incident in the city centre. But for the people who decided there was an opportunity to make hay off the back of that, there was a breakdown of law and order in the city centre. And Garthy have you know, had a morale issue for yeah. a long time. So where does the book stop with on that? Yeah, like, so, uh, well, first of all, I
5: think everyone recognises the guard morale is lower than it's been before. Um, the job is certainly tougher than it's ever been. Uh, and we witnessed that two weeks ago. Um, you know, even this year, gardiev have had to deal with 700 different types of protests, most of them peaceful protests, but they still have to be prepared for what could happen. Wouldn't it be Um,
0: fine to be conceding that at the beginning of your party's term in government, but to have been in government for this long and to be still saying that, isn't there an issue there? not really Like we're, we're investing more money money in Gardaí than, than ever
5: before Um, we've about 800 people coming through Templemore this year we've funding in place for another 800 to 1,000 people next year Um, almost every group that comes through Templemore at the moment it's about 200 200 Gardaí, which is higher than it's ever been uh, we've increased the force by 10% since 2015 Um, so the numbers are there 5,000 people had applied to be to be in Gardaí, Uh, the last time a call was put out another call is going to be put out uh, after Christmas um, but but like essentially right. what happened today was a political stunt and actually it was it was a, a, a person who got elected as a Sinn Féin TD said it herself, uh,
0: Violet Ann Wynne today, when she said it was a political stunt gone too far and that's what today was. Alright, well, going back uh, to what Gareth O'Hearn was saying there, um, Boric McLaughlin you heard in there, a lot, a lot done, more to do. I, I, I mean, listening to that is another reason why we say again and again that
6: we need a change of government. Uh, just completely and utterly out of touch. Completely utterly really out of touch with our people. I mean, if you talk to Any Garda, you know, and I, I know so many Garda so well in my own community in Donegal, and they are utterly demoralised. They have no confidence in the leadership uh, of of their uh, of Ingarishachana, and they have no confidence in the in the minister. And the Garda
0: the commissioner, wasn't a part of your no confidence motion uh, that that, mm. that you submitted on 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 Friday. So, why not? Well, Mary Lou Macdonald, our party <laughs> leader, and also the TD
6: uh, for the constituency where this uh, uh, outrage took place, a uh, series of outrages, uh, made it clear that we have no confidence in the Garda Commissioner, uh, and we have no confidence in the government. And, and, and you know, if you wor- work your way through the community, 136 Garda stations closed. Less Garda now than there was uh, you know, back 13 years ago when this government came into place, even though there's been a, a significant increase in population. In Dublin, I mean... It, you know, I'm a Donegal man, but I walk through the inner city of Dublin, you know, and I would be nervous at night time walking around, never mind women walking around the uh, inner city of Dublin. Basically, we've lost control of the inner city, but it's not just in Dublin, uh, you know. as Do you think as that's said? fair? Yeah.
0: Because any, anyone who was going through Dublin city centre in the early 1990s would have had people around the central bank openly offering people drugs. Mm. You know, there was... There, there, there have been other times where it's you know it's not necessarily unprecedented there doesn't seem to be the same level of that even on the streets now yeah well I, I used to you know stay in in Dublin in the North inner city
6: uh, I'd be down once a month back in the uh the early the, the, the 90s actually and into the early 2000s and I don't recall that part of the city having the same level of menace that it has now and it's just unacceptable you know just as so unacceptable and uh, you know the key point is this is they talk about a political they're just not listening to communities or guardy themselves. I mean, the, the sight of guardy being totally isolated and surrounded by thugs in our city centre. I mean, I don't know how any of them wasn't seriously injured. Right. So our frontline guardy are utterly failed by Fine Gael,
0: and that's the reality. But Jennifer Whitmore, Helen McEntee, uh has been a particular target for ire online because of, for example, the proposed hate speech legislation for action on you know gender equality, violence against women, those kind of things. Would handing her head on a plate to the people who agitated in front of the the on Thursday at the riots not be a win for them?
7: I don't think it's a matter of handing her head on a plate to them. I think it comes back to political accountability. And when you're employed and you're doing a job you're expected to perform at that job um, and you're expected to, to to, for there to be uh, impacts from your work, and we're not seeing it from Minister McEntee's work when it comes to safety in Dublin. I mean, one of the there's there's two images that come to mind. The one with with the guardie, mm. the the guard that was left on his own and was trying to beat off people as they came towards him. That sticks in my mind. But also when Minister McEntee walked through Dublin talking about how safe the streets were, and she was flanked by guards. Like that is you know that is uh, there's a a lack of reality there I wouldn't walk through Dublin at night I wouldn't get public transport by myself at night there's a whole lot as a woman that I would not do at night Um, and women are as entitled to feel safe as they go about their business as anyone and I think if you're overseeing a system where Fifty percent of the population, at least, do not feel safe. Being part of a city, enjoying a city, walking through a city, getting home from work—that right. means you've failed. Garda
0: Hearn, if it's if it's not Helen McIntyre's fault, whose fault is it? Because there's clearly a major problem in 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 Dublin. There's clearly a major problem with antisocial behaviour. Lots of businesses uh, and communities in the inner city have talked about that since COVID. There are people who never returned to education. Yeah. There have been particularly vulnerable young people who coalesced in gangs together and appeared menacing yep. to many cities But in that's not what city this city was.
5: Like some of the people arrested were, were engineers, people working very good jobs, people living outside of Dublin. Two weeks ago, like that is not what happened uh, two weeks ago, and you know, like uh, like um, Pork talks about uh, talks about guard station cl- guard station cl- stations closing, fails to mention that there's two just opened uh, uh, in Dublin city centre, um, and like when Re- we talk reopened, uh, re-opened. well one, one reopened and one new, but like when we're when we're talking about Garden numbers, people get lost in, in 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 debates like this, saying that when, when I say we've we've increased by ten percent since 2015, and Pork says that it's decreased since 2009, both statements. Are right, but just to, just to be very clear, the highest number of Gardaí we've ever had in the history of the state was in 2009. There was just over 14 and At the moment, we have 14,000. Halfway through next year, we should have the highest number of Gardaí ever since the history of the state. Is that enough? No, we need to need. We need more because of what Pork said in terms of population growth. But we're getting there. It's never mentioned either that during COVID, Templemore was closed for two years. That stopped a thousand new Gardaí from coming through. So there is a plan in place. There's more money in place to get Gardee on the street. Um, we just need time to do it. Uh, Jane, do it's it's fair, it's fair to say that
0: Helen Hel- McEntee has been a particular target, uh, going back for for a while for a variety of reasons from a number of sectors. Do you, does this draw a line under it?
1: Um, no, I don't. I don't think it draw. It definitely doesn't draw a line unless she won the the vote of confidence there today. But I think you know, I and mean, the government rallied around her. I don't think they had any choice but to rally around her. Um, for now, I think she's she's battled it out. She's maybe a little bit bruised, but she's come out of it better than I think some would have expected. Um, but I think she's still very fragile in terms of her position, and I think it will depend on what we see happen now. You know, if we do see more chaos on the streets of Dublin, and um, then I think you know her position is kind of questionable again. Um, and then it also depends how quickly she can implement these reforms in the Guardi. And to and to get that um, public trust back up. There.
0: All right, uh, Porrick McLaughlin, the, the most recent Ireland thinks uh, poll for the Sunday Independence said that uh, a majority answered no about the uh, whether it was a good decision to uh, table a no confidence motion in the Minister for Justice. Is that an indication, perhaps, that those who've accused you uh, of doing something that backfired, that they're right? No, I think
6: we. We wouldn't be an opposition party worth our salt if we didn't uh, pursue this. We, we, obviously, we'd asked for the Minister to resign and the Garda Commission to resign in the immediate aftermath, because it was the straw that broke the back. As senator said, this didn't come out of nowhere. This progressed over a period of time, um, and the government refused to do that. It's our job uh, to hold them uh, to account. And, you know, the, the issues will continue. Um, the challenges in Dublin, the challenges across the country, the demoralisation of Garda chicana will continue. The fact that, I mean, if you talk to any community, you used to know your community Garda you know, I, I, I met a senior Garda in recent years who told me it was a good thing that the Gardaí weren't known in a particular community uh, because it would protect their safety. I mean, this is a senior Garda. This is the mentality that has come through, uh, that you, you shouldn't have people who are rooted in the community. Um, there was or, a time, school.
0: there was for decades, and Gardaí Chicago were never posted to their home district. They were always mm-hmm. posted away as well. And the logic being that... They wouldn't develop, develop conflicts of interest. Yeah.
6: But you knew who they were. I mean, you, you knew who your community garda were, they were rooted. I mean, when you talk to the Garda representative association, this is the, the crucial point they make, that they say you have a centralisation of Garda in the major towns. You have the closure of all these uh, rural stations, uh, particularly in rural Ireland. You know, there's almost a fear of local Guardi to investigate certain types of crimes. That's been centralised. There's a disconnect between communities and garda, and that is a, a huge mistake. Um, and this government, and Fine Gael in particular, I've overseen that for the last, uh, as I say, 30 years. I'll come, I'll come we
5: saw as well on that Ireland Thinks poll, which is very important, and Sinn Féin talk about knowing what people on the ground think. They rated the satisfaction of Helen McEntee higher than they rated the satisfaction of Mary Lou MacDonald. And when you see some of the things that she said tonight in the debate, and I don't know if they've been clarified yet, Boric, uh, that no one in government spoke to the school or, or, or had any interaction with the school whatsoever when the teacher clarified it, the Minister for Education clarified it, and the Minister for Justice clarified it, and it was private conversations, and there was private conversations between Mary Lou and the Minister for Justice and the parents and that So school. just for anyone
0: who didn't see the, the point that uh, Mary Lou MacDonald said that nobody had been in, uh, in touch with the school for how long was it, Poreach yeah. McLaughlin? Two weeks, said? Yeah. she said. Yeah. Two, two weeks, So, and but yeah. the government c- counter on that was that the National Educational and Psychological Service yeah. had been in touch with the school. Now, yeah. our, c- could both sides be right at the same time in that a political figure but may in, not have been in no what Judge, she's saying but- you know what
5: she's saying when she says that is almost that like the government don't care uh, that we didn't bother uh, reading Happy, happy to out the, the facts for right. Gard
6: and for his benefit and for Finnegan. The reason why they got so uh, anxious when that was made is that Mary Lou MacDonald, a constituency TD there, met with parents in that school uh, last Friday. And those parents were deeply aggrieved that no government minister had gone out and physically met them. Now, imagine, I don't know anywhere in the history of this state where a school faced uh, three children. And a care for those children being stabbed, being attacked. I don't know anywhere it happened I know when there's floods that happen ministers go into the constituency physically and, and rightly so go into those communities meet businesses meet affected homeowners mm-hmm. here you had a situation that 11 days 11 days after this attack government ministers finally last night went in and met with or their parents or and did she tell parent. them she
5: was going to do a video outside the school afterwards when everyone was Is asked that not right to do not?
6: It? Is that right or not Is 11 days okay. 11 days it took for government ministers right, to let meet their finish, parents let at
0: finish. That school you've had your spake like she
5: comes out of that meeting does a video outside the school when everyone has been asked not to do that for the kids' sake, not to do videos outside of school. And she decides to do it. Like, I, I it's I don't nothing think he's not answering other. the question. It's not, not answering like, the question. Every single, Is it, every, right every single department. Supported the school, yeah. every single department, okay. so and you, have been doing. Do you think it right a government minister should have gone and
6: visited the school and met but the your parents? parents from that area, yeah, yeah, of course okay.
1: did. just yeah. to come in on that, Mary Lee Macdonald didn't make that clear in the doll today that she was talking about meeting the parents, and the the minister for education did make it clear that she had gone in and she talked the principal of the school. It was it was late today. To say, today, no, pre- today. Pre- previously, I think yeah. she had said on morning well, that Ireland. needs to
6: be clarified. Then all uh, right. that she
0: physically met parents and, and engaged with G- parents. Gen- Jennifer Whitmore, the future of the uh, Minister for Justice is, for the moment at least, uh, following this conference vote, is clearly safe. So where does it go now? How do the parties pull together and tackle some of the other issues that we're seeing during those riots on the 23rd what's the first priority and what should be done
7: look i think uh, going back to what my colleague Gary Gannon was calling for i think there needs to be a task force that will look at at this holistically and look at all the different elements and components that need to be focused on i understand, you know i know, know minister McEntee has, has put additional resources in but what you can't have is a sort of sticky plaster approach to this you know that will be over time that the garda are, are undertaking um there needs to be a sustainable solution to this Um, and you know it's really important that it is a whole of government approach and that there is a a very much a focus on it because this is not going to go away Um, and you know I I think there's a a few different elements on it but I also think that one of the things that we also need to really focus on is the 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 rise of the you know the far right those elements and and i i don't think there's a huge amount of them um but there are some incredibly bad actors operating at the moment and they're they're really sort of um preying on the vulnerabilities and people who are who are feeling very disaffected at the moment and I think that absolutely has to be a, a huge focus of government um, and indeed it has to be a focus of all of us I think to to um, you know there's a responsibility on all politicians to to not feed into that and, and to act responsibly when it comes to, to that element because we cannot let allow law this get any worse like this this could go to a very very bad place for our country and I think it's something that needs to be a focus of government Alright well
0: we're going to look at a vulnerable group uh, and that is asylum seekers not unrelated I suppose to the events uh, of last Thursday, a vulnerable group who find themselves in some cases with no offers of accommodation. That's what we're going to look at after
3: this. The late debate with Kulomo Mungon on RTE Radio 1.